It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You are listening to an All Games Radio Network broadcast of AllGames.com. Welcome to the show. The Geeky Antics Network is proudly sponsored by Jinx and ShinyPrints.com. Visit GeekyAntics.net forward slash jinx and geekyanswers.net forward slash shiny prints to help support our network and get connected to some pretty awesome products. Now, if you don't know, Jinx is the number one source, as far as I'm concerned, for geek and gamer apparel. Full disclosure, I know uh, Sean G, when uh, Jinx was just starting out, so I'm a little partial, I'm a little biased, but they've been doing their thing since 1999. So you want a geek and gamer apparel, Jinx is the way to go. And of course, shinyprints.com, we've been talking a lot about this. This is where you want to go. To get luxury prints of your favorite collages, photos, art pieces, whatever you got. Don't don't print it on paper. Don't print it on canvas. Metal prints. That's that's the that's the way the real pimps, the players, the the non-noobs do it. You can even design your own collages on the site now on shinyprints.com. And for a full list of our sponsors, including our featured advertisers, product offers, patrons, etc. etc., visit geekyants.net forward slash sponsors and our hall of heroes is a way of promoting things and people that we truly love check it out and we'll see you on geekyx.net and uh our many many great shows peace you're about to listen to the timey wimey tea time podcast a geekyantics.net and allgames.com production find out what everyone's talking about the doctor of course doctor who Exactly, that doctor. <laughs> Join us live at www.twitch.tv forward slash geeky antics. That's G E E K Y A N T I C S. Hang out with us, ask questions, laugh, and have at it. We can't wait to hear what's on your minds and hearts. Tiny, whiny, tea time. Welcome to Time Wimey Tea Time, where friends gather to talk about all things Doctor Who, sci-fi, fantasy, zombies, creativity, and geekdom as a whole. Now, you know, I realize I say about all things, and then geekdom as a whole, it's kind of redundant, we're just, we're all about the geekdom. 
we're, we're reinforcing that message. And uh, BFT9000 is already saying in the chat, which we're a live show, by the way. Uh, he's saying he's eating a pasta cake. Hmm, interesting. Oh, I think I know what happens. Leftovers, isn't it? We just have CW Ninja in the house. But, uh, it's, so about the show, if you're new, some introductions here. I think they're always in order. This is kind of our, our shtick, I guess you could say. I'm Yomar Lopez, known throughout the interwebs and sometimes the Hoovers as Yogizilla. Friends, IRL call me Yogi. And as our old friend Stan Farina has been known to say, I'm a gamer, a dreamer, an author of silliness, a disgruntled techie, a wild-eyed entrepreneur, and a fistful of happy emojicons and sunshine. I ride into the battle upon a glittering My Little Pony. Out of my mouth come laughing swords of peppermint and ginger. But above all, and I mean, that stuff is all great and pretty accurate for third-party, uh, you know, uh, edification, I guess you could say. But above all, I think the most important thing is that I hope that we can become friends as we embark upon a journey through time and space, the human condition, and merriment slash bantering. Now, I really had a great episode planned. I wanted to talk anime with you folks. But Ulan could not make it today again. Uh, you know, life happens, so not holding that against him. Uh, but that's kind of cool because we got to spend more time talking about. Uh, we'll talk more about um, about I guess Doctor Who news maybe, and we have a little writers workshop, and we'll talk video games. So it'll be a lot easier. You know what? Let's just jump right into it. This is what we have planned ahead, and then these are very liberal first and second half uh, star maps. These are the wonderful things we have in ahead for you in this, in this great journey. So the first half, we're going to have a before we go deeper segment. We'll do a little housekeeping and our you know usual time by me uh, uh, tea time word of the day, or TWTT word of the day, uh, which is, I, I enjoy sharing. Um, then we'll do our Who's Who segment, where we uh, share why we love uh, Doctor Who so much. Then we'll have Who Knew, some Whovian and geek news and uh then we'll have our writer's look where our uh, title is your grammar are wrong <laughs> second half the game reverse we'll talk uh more video games uh, i'm gonna talk about the latest thing that i've been really uh sucked into it keeps changing every every couple of weeks it feels like these days <laughs> that's where i'm at uh gaming add i guess and then we'll have our community interconnect where we do uh, chat feedback and uh, sponsor plugs. So we're kind of switching things around a little bit. And then we'll have our outro and, sh- and some shout outs, hopefully. Uh, I say hopefully because uh, I don't think I, I finished tweaking the show notes all the way. It's been a very busy m- couple of months, really. So let's get on. Let's just jump right straight into it, shall we? The uh, Before we go deeper. Before we go deeper, I really need to make a little sound bits here. So, the TWTT word of the day comes to us, as usual, from dictionary.com. Because, why not? I get the email messages from them, and every now and then I see a word. Actually, quite often I see a word that really tickles me, and I check it out. And then I feel, uh, I feel wiser. Though I'm still pretty dumb. Like, and most of us are. That's just the reality of things. The more you learn, the more you realize... You don't know. That's that's perfectly okay. It's a humbling experience. Keeps us in check. But today's word is laconic. I feel like I shared this one before. 
or I feel like this is a word that I should that I should have shared before because it's one that I've heard pop up here and there. It's popped up here and there, and I, I've seen people use it out of context. It bothers me a bit. So laconic is a is an adjective, and it means using few words, expressing much in few words, concise, as in a laconic reply. Basically, it's the opposite of what I do. <laughs> I'm not very uh, laconic in my uh, means. I'm uh, quite verbose, I guess you could say. Here's a quote. Uh, see, yeah, we have one quote here. Oh, no, let's see. Yeah. Veni, vidi, vici. I came, I saw, I conquered. They were the three laconic words Caesar used to describe what happened when he finally met King Phanarses, I believe is that pronounced it, of Pontus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Veni, vidi, vici. Yeah, it's, it's really hard. I think one of the challenges, and I think this f- feeds in really well into what we're doing on this show and with the writers' uh, workshops, um, and also what we're doing for the month, and we, we do quite regularly, is uh, sharing tips, uh, best practices, uh, our experiences as writers, as uh, podcasters, as uh, streamers. One of the challenges of communication is communicating things effectively. And effective communication, what is that? What does that look like? To me, effective communication is being able to convey a message consistently regardless of who's listening or reading or, or viewing. So that's a challenge, an ongoing challenge. Uh, you kind of keep working towards that. So, uh, CCW Ninja said he's trying to, he would like to donate, but uh, he doesn't have a credit card he could use because he's young. We understand, man. Hey, don't worry about it. There's other ways you could donate and support. You could tune into the show. You could you know, tell people about us, uh, spread the word, you know, share our stuff off of our Facebook page. Our articles off uh, off of geekyanswers.net. You support allgames.com, our friends over there, and our extended family. Um, gift cards are cool. Uh, if you send an email, a digital code for that. If you, maybe you get some Steam games, you get a gift game. There's always stuff you can do. Uh, it doesn't have to be monetary. Monetary definitely helps, but there's so many ways you can support. So don't, don't feel bad about it. And again, it's not required of you, but we definitely appreciate it. Um... Now, Origins, uh, now that quote actually came from Margaret George, The Memoirs of Cleopatra, uh, published in 1997. The origin of Laconic is derived from Laconia, Greece. The people of this region, which held Sparta as its capital, not neat, were said to be brief and concise in speech and writing. And the uh, word Laconic entered the English Entered English in the late 1500s. A lot of these words do have origins in the 1500s. I feel like so that's kind of interesting. And I, I, I noticed uh, the last word we picked was uh, late 1500s, I believe, or 1500s period. Now that I, I could say that with 99% certainty. Certainty. And for the love of T Kill is in the house. Man, we got a lot of people. Uh, considering we're an afternoon show, we usually don't have that many people tune in. We usually get more people at night. It's cool to see you guys uh, bright and early. I am exhausted. You might hear my voice. Uh, so I'm a little, I might sound a little strained at times, but uh, I'm excited to be here, as always. Now, once again, we are usually live 
on allgames.com and twitch.tv forward slash geekyantics every other Saturday at noon Eastern, 5 p.m. in London, 4 p.m. in Madrid. And if you missed the live show, you can tune in to YouTube. Uh, usually Saturday evenings, I'm very good about getting the video clips up and even update and even uploading the uh, audio feed. Uh, I try to get the both done at the same time. And we're on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Player FM. Oh, guys, I can't even think. Uh, Windows slash Zoom, whatever the Microsoft's calling that these days. Uh, we're, we're everywhere. You can get podcasts. Uh, you, you can check it out. Check us out at uh, youtube.com forward slash geeky antics or search Twitter for hashtag TWTT. Uh, and that has links to uh, YouTube uploads and other relevant conversations. Um, what else? What else? I feel like I'm missing something. Of course, if you Google geeky antics, you'll find them. You'll find us very easily. Uh, we have a Tumblr. We have uh, blogs. We got oh, lots of streamers, and it's hard to keep up. But a word of warning: the other shows on our respective networks may not be gender. Actually, they're gender appropriate, but they may not be age appropriate. <laughs> I don't know if it, there's really such a thing as gender inappropriate. I guess not. Nah, that'd be stereotyping. Everybody has different tastes, regardless of gender. Or creed, but age appropriate. I think maturity is an important thing. So they may not be age appropriate. May, they may be for mature audiences, or should I just say uh, some of the content just may not be? Uh, you know, dare I say, your cup of tea. There, I got my pun off. Now nah, moving on. Don't forget, folks. We are here for you, uh, the Geeky Answers Network, and our community that we affectionately call the Gang. Hashtag the Gang. Not just a Twitch stream team, not a media outlet, not a podcast network. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel. What we're trying to do is create a primarily a support framework, a co- collaborative network where people actually get together and brainstorm ways to improve their their projects, their content. Um, you know, come up with strategy, uh, content strategies, marketing strategies, and, and ways to collaborate together and, and cross promote in meaningful ways. Because uh, a lot of times you you tune into to networks and the people say oh we're on this network and that's all it's about as far as it goes and you have other than that you have no idea they're part of the network there's no banners there's no links uh they're just focusing on promoting themselves and the way a network works is you get out of it what you put into it and a lot of networks don't drive that home and people feel like well you know i'm doing you a favor by putting my content on your network and it's actually not true. The network's doing a, a, a huge jo- thing for people because help you tap into folks you normally would not have access to. And it's giving you, through collective economics, it's giving you increased reach and influence through all the other people that contribute. But, of course, if everyone's doing the bare minimum, the people that actually are fully vested in the network have more work to do. And it's, you know, it's much easier for everyone individually, each, each and individual host, streamers, writers, whatever, all the contributors to do the small things and then the people behind the network running the network could fill in the gaps because if you say you have a network with a hundred podcasts let's say or even just 10 it's easier for each of those you know, the people in the 10 of those shows right to do stuff than one or two people do all the stuff that those you know various hosts you know, uh, doing the podcast. Let's say the average podcast has two hosts. Ten podcasts, that's 20 hosts. 20 people doing little things, it goes a long way. But one person or two people doing the work of 20 people, it's rough. It's just simple mathematics. 
So let's get together. Let's find ways to to support each other. We were talking about earlier. It's not just about donating. Uh, that's one way you contribute. But there's opportunities every day. Uh, you go to, uh, uh, you know, any fan, not just for e- 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 antics. If you like something, you go to the fan page. You go to the website. You know, tweet something out. Uh, you know, share it on Facebook. If you want to take it up a higher, you know, kick it up a notch. Tag someone. Mention someone. So they say, hey, you know, say tag it with people, share it with people directly. You know, email it to people. That's still a thing. People still check email, and say, hey, you know, I was thinking about you. This I think this is totally you. I think this is totally something you would appreciate. You know, share with relevant people. When you tag people in it, you're encouraging a conversation, rather than when you just share it, it's just a stream or a wall or whatever a feed, and then you just let you know hope people comment on it. If you tag people, it tells them you you care you you value their opinion. It, it lets them know that you're thinking about them, and it it, cre- it creates a whole different effect. That little thing makes a huge difference, and we're gonna be talking a lot. Th- you know, um, September is gonna be our month dedicated to podcasting and streaming, and just I guess content marketing and creation as a whole. Uh, because uh, on September 30th, it's uh, International Podcast Day, uh, so we'll keep an eye out for po- uh, hashtag Podcast Day. Um, we'll be reinforcing that through when we talk about the news and whatnot. But, uh, you know, we're going to share little ways to get your stuff off the ground. I'm going to take a little sip of my coffee here. And again, you know, speaking of comments, that's another easy opportunity. Leave comments on YouTube. Leave comments on the website, geekants.net. Very simple. If you want to take it up and even want to kick it up a notch even further, leave his voicemail. It's something magical that happens when we get to hear your voices. Uh, You know, reading the chat is great. But when we hear your voices and we hear the inflection of your voice and we see how, hear how excited you are, you know, it, ch- it changes everything completely. You know, so leave us voicemail. Our voicemail line is 206-415-4987. Again, 206-415-4987. If you're outside the U.S., it's 011-206-415-4987. Now, we'll play these live um, and, uh, you know, we'll respond to them live. So try to keep keep them clean, uh, for, at least for this show, and uh, one minute's one minute tops. Um, I I do leave about thirty seconds a sweet spot, I would say. But you know, if it goes a little longer, if you have like a special, if it's a special kind of segment, we'll try to squeeze it in some other way. Like uh, one of our other shows, we had someone do uh, karaoke, and, and he reviewed games while doing karaoke, and it was a nice little uh, uh, different a different kind of thing to do. It was cool. Uh, if you're not keen on your voice, and uh, it takes a lot of a lot of uh, discipline and, and confidence, maybe effort to get used to one's own voice, like hearing your voice recorded. Most people don't like their own voice when it's recorded, unless they're very vain or very confident. Sometimes a little bit of both. Right? It depends, but uh, you know, uh, it's something you gotta get used to. So if you're not, com- you know, if you don't want to leave voicemail, uh, maybe you don't want us to know your phone number, or whatever. I, I understand people are people value their, pri- their privacy. Uh, we have email. That's still a thing. Keep saying that email is still a thing. It's, it's actually still one of the most effective ways to to market things. Believe it or not, uh, the email is twtt at geekyantics.net, and that will go to myself and Oolong. And again, Oolong's not here right now, but uh, he's here in spirit. He hasn't. He hasn't abandoned us completely. He's just been uh, quite busy. Um, so who's who? 
this is why we love Doctor Who. You know, we're we're still a Doctor Who fan cast, and a who and you know, Whovian fun is a big part of tea time. You know, if you have a, if you have any classic Doctor Who episodes or news items you'd like us to discover, maybe you have something. Um, you're looking for something you're looking forward to in the series nine. Maybe you just saw it, series eight because it went up on Netflix. You want to talk about that? Email or tweet us uh, again, tltt at geekyantics.net, and we're at geekyantics on uh, Twitter. But why do why do we always go back to Doctor Who? Why does it always come back to Doctor Who? Why did we start a show mainly based or built around Doctor Who? I mean, we don't always talk Doctor Who. It, it depends. During the season, we'll talk a lot about Doctor Who. Off season, not not as much. But why does it come back to that? What makes it so special? Allow us to share our passion with you. Now, if this is your first encounter with Doctor Who, here, here's a brief, brief intro. Doctor Who's a, about a man-alien, alien man, who travels all of time and space in a handy blue box called the TARDIS. It's a spaceship, it's a time machine, and it's bigger on the inside. Oh, and it also translates all languages and functions as some sort of IV unit. But that's jumping ahead. The Doctor Who universe spans over 50 years of content, including TV, shows, movies, audiobooks, comics, and even puppet shows. And there's probably stuff I'm missing there. Um, of course, there's video games, so that's the thing. And of course, if everything has a video game, if it's, if it's worth talking about, right? Uh, the series has had really some heavy hitters for it. Uh, you know, uh, Douglas Adams comes to mind, uh, Neil Gaiman. Uh, it's kind of a big deal. Now, we've heard some blurb about how Doctor Who is silly nonsense. The the foremost is true. It is silly. But the latter not so much. I don't think it's nonsense. There there's this there are some continuity issues and plot holes, so we'll be honest about that. I'm a huge fan, but I'll admit that, you know, after f- over 50 years of content across all media, it's it's bound to have plot holes. It's bound to have continuity issues. But there is science to it. The, it's it's it is still very heavy on the science uh, instead of the fiction, you know it's got a lot of believable and factual things in there. There's a rhyme and reason to everything. But I think that the point of the show really, and I think this applies to any work of fiction, is just to just suspend your disbelief and have fun with it. So I welcome you to get lost in this magical sci fi uh, Hoover's. You know, it's uh, the Hoover's is awesome, and yeah, that's it. So, you know, we're speeding along here. We're speeding along because uh, I'm actually not feeling too well today. So I'm going to try to make this as short as possible. Not that I don't appreciate t- my time with you, but uh, I think I need to get some rest and have been sleeping well and so much to do. But that's why I look inside baseball. I guess you guys don't really care about. I hope you do. I hope we're friends. I hope, I hope we're at a point where you're, the concern is there. <laughs> but who knew? Time for some... Uh, Geeky and Whovian news. Um, headlines for this week include, again, September 30th, International Podcast Day. And we're celebrating it with the content dedicated to, con- to uh, content creation and marketing, podcasting, streaming, and more. Come join us. Uh, we hope that you, you know, join the conversation. I know a lot of people have questions about those types of things, and uh, we'd love to answer them for you. And... The thing about advice and you know professional uh, guidance is that even us folks have been doing this for a long time. I've been doing podcasting for about as long as it's been out, really. Because officially, according to records, the, f- the first official podcast came out around 2003. 
I want to say. Um, some people say it was uh, Leo Laporte was one of the first people. And then some people say it's Ben Hammersley. Um, and there's other people that they throw out there. And, you know, to be honest, that's people that credit it for it. But to me, the, what podca- podca- where podcasting really got big is not when radio came to, to the internet, you know, uh, traditional radio came to the internet. It's more when the everyday person was able to create their own kind of radio station. Now, there's been recorded, you know, radio in uh, digital format for longer than that. But as far as being t- coined podcast, uh, that's a whole different thing. So there's a lot of history there, and uh, I think the most exciting thing about it is that it gives everybody a voice uh, if you're willing to take the challenge, because it is a bit of a barrier to entry. Not everyone could uh, be do well in podcasting. I mean, there's people that are great at making YouTube videos, but they're terrible as uh, radio personalities, and the reverse is, is, is true. Some people have great radio voices, um, some people don't. And that, that's subjective too. Um, some people have a great video presence. They have a great aura to them, but some people don't, or they're not comfortable enough to do that. You know, so it's, it, there's a lot of different way, things to do. There's a, a medium for everyone, but I think podcasts hit that sweet spot that uh, you don't get with the written word as much because people don't read as much, and. Um, and that you don't often get with video because with video there's a a lot of distraction and it kind of takes away from the message of it I feel and people tend to have videos up while they're they're distracted as well so it's not it's not a very good communication medium I don't, I don't I think podcasts are like that hit that sweet spot of all the benefits of doing video and, and uh, writing or blogging or whatever. So internationalpodcastday.com, check that out for details. They have uh, info for podcast listeners, info for, for podcasters. Um, it's pretty comprehensive. I actually would like to work with them because there's a few things they're missing there. Um, so I'm going to try to see if I could uh, help contribute to the efforts, um, even unofficially. Keep an eye out for hashtag podcast day. And... Um, yeah, I, I have a little call to action as part of all this. I'll sip for coffee again. With that news, uh, my challenge to everyone, or better yet, deeply concerned advice for all the lone wolves out there, especially, that are trying to, you know, the folks that are trying to promote their content alone, please join the gang. Or heck, join any community, any network, any support group, any team that will help you out. Even if it's just... By giving you some friendly nudges, uh, some encouragement here and there. I'm partial to our community, of course, and the Geeky Anthem Network. You know, uh, you know, we've done a lot with it, and they, but there are tons, there are tons of options out there. So you can find a home that fits your voice, your vision, your style, your um, your core values, and that's important. You want an alignment. You know, you don't want people you're, that are always going to agree with you because that's not going to happen. That'd be very boring, and you won't learn anything that way. You want people that will challenge you, but you definitely want some alignment with uh, the vision. I think the alignment with vision and uh, similar goals, sim- so you walk similar paths is very important, and uh, similar values or core principles. Uh, for example, some networks have some really caustic personalities. I'm not going to say who, but you probably heard some of their shows. 
and you know they'll troll their audience they'll treat them like crap they'll cancel shows without any heads up no respect for people's time no respect for their no appreciation for their fans and they're just kind of mean-spirited and you know there, there's a place for that um we have a good we, sometimes we have some some shows and we have some some hosts that are a little salty and like to you know raz people but it's usually in it, I would say it's always in uh, in good taste and there's no uh, ill intention behind it. But sometimes you tune into these other shows and the other networks, and it's it just feels like uh, a lot of ego and um, angst floating around, um, and that's not good. So that's 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 why it's important to work with the right people too. But most important, don't do it alone. You're more efficient when you work with other people. Uh, I, I still don't get why people do the grind by themselves. It's uh, not working smart. Uh, you know, if you're a streamer and you're streaming 12 hours at a time, but you're not doing anything else to collaborate in meaningful ways. And I don't mean raids. Raids are cool, but they're, they're limited in what you're going to get. There's other ways to collaborate. Uh be a guest blogger uh you know if you can't keep up your own website it's even a better opportunity let's say you have a website and you have and you can barely keep up updating it well one thing to do is when you do come out with content or you have old content reblog it or repurpose it for other sites um and that helps those sites out and then it gives you it gives you some links to get more traffic back to your site um if you can't do a website at all then you could you know create content for others on another site and you're still building up your brand because you're creating your um you're building up your your name <coughs> and you get, you'll get proper, proper attribution and then what people don't realize too uh, from a seo perspective google's google is really good about linking together all the stuff that content creators do Ooh, i'm about to start getting to a coughing fit here sorry about that oh so, you know, with that, it's interesting. That, let's say you have you do guest blogging across the, uh, several sites. They may be unrelated sites. They may not even know each other. But Google has ways of, of saying associating things and saying, oh, this person is kind of a big deal. They're contributing to these sites that are high authority or high rank. And then they cr- and you get some of that notori- notoriety. Um, I'm not going to get into the nuts and bolts of uh, SEO right now because we're doing news, but you know, just working as a team super important, and uh, it's just I think the most important part about it too is just that, that accountability, having people that are authentically interested in your su- success. If you have people that treat your success as their own and realize that if you help other people succeed, that is success as well. Big things happen. So, something to think about there. Uh, it's a very simple truth, and it, it never fails. If you spend more time helping others and going beyond your main thing, you know, if you're a streamer, or a podcaster, the stream, the, the channel, the podcast is the core, but it's not everything. It probably shouldn't even be your majority of what you do because there's a lot of pre-production, post-production, you know, um, you get your planning, you get your promotion, you got your guest spots, you know. You got to pollinate your content out there and help others do their thing. 
and they'll reciprocate. You know, but you, it's often you have to take the lead. And so to me, you have to do things repeatedly before people get the hint. Like, this guy's always hosting me. This guy's always um, tweeting me, you know. And if, 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 if you get the people that even after you ask them, so to me, all you have to do is ask, hey, you mind retweeting this? If you get people that even after you ask them to do simple little things that take them maybe a few seconds, they don't do it. That, those are the people you just move on from, uh, you know. But you got to give people a chance because people, some people really don't get social media or online marketing as a whole or just business, really. They have no business savvy. Um, and with uh, all this kind of digital, this new media stuff, people are still figuring it out as they go along. And that's why they hire folks like me. I mean, I don't know everything, but I, I've been around enough uh, to know what doesn't work. <laughs> uh, so back to the news, back to the news. I just want to share a little call to action because it fits in with uh, International Podcast Day. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege has been delayed a few weeks. Uh, I forgot what the exact date was, but I know it's coming out somewhere around October, if I'm not mistaken. October, November. I say I, I think it's October because it's coming out. November is uh, um, Black Ops 3, if I'm not mistaken. And they're trying to get in before that comes out so they can have a little bit of a shot. You know, one thing I noticed in... Uh, uh, our friends over at the B Team Podcast kind of talked about this too. You you, you rarely see uh, Halloween like true Halloween releases, and you definitely rarely see summer releases. I love summer blockbusters. I would love some summer blockbusters because this whole practice that the gaming industry has of releasing huge games in the and for the holiday season, like I feel like October through December are absolutely ridiculous. I think there's too much stuff coming out. And effectively, I'm the kind of guy that's going to buy maybe one or two games uh, full price, you know, on, on, especially on console, because console is super expensive. You get deals on PC, but console, good luck. New releases, like, yep, $59.99, and that's a lot of money. You get two games, that's over $100 you're spending, and that adds up. If you buy, if you even think about it, you know, if you buy two games a week, let's just say, for new releases, and this, and you buy, and you do that four times a month, that's over four hundred dollars right there. That's crazy, and that's what the gaming industry asks us to do during the holiday season. You know, it, it's 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 a little silly, I have to say. So this delay, I think, is a. Uh, uh, Back to the delay. I want to go off on a rant. But um, the B-team also suspects, and, I, and I'm kind of with them, that if they have such a short delay, you know, two or three weeks is nothing. You know, uh, most, of the time, most of the time delays are like a month, two months, three months, you know. Um, but if it's a short delay, it usually means they know what the problem is, and it's usually something simple like the net code, you know, the online functionality needs to be tweaked. So... I would not. Some people want to take this as like bad, like a a bad sign. Like, uh oh, they're probably the game's probably not gonna be good, or they're not confident in it. I, I, to be honest, I, I love every Tom Clancy game, so I don't see how it could be a stinker. But in the meantime, don't forget, right now for the next week or so, the humble bun, uh, the humble bundle for uh, Tom Clancy, the Tom Clancy humble bundle, better yet. Is out. Uh, Humble Bundle dot com. If you go for the top tier, seventy five dollars or more, you get over well over 
$100 worth of stuff. Uh, Tom Classy games, including uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, you get the pre-order for that. Splinter Cell Blacklist. Ghost Recon Future Soldier. And Rainbow Six Vegas 2. Plus you get a Rainbow Six Siege t-shirt and a 66% off coupon for up to um, three Ubisoft game. Or is it Ubisoft? People say Ubisoft. and say Ubisoft. We'll say Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Uh, Ubisoft games in the humble stores. It's a really good deal. And at any level, regardless of what you pay, I, I think you, with everything you get um, access to the Rainbow Six Siege multiplayer beta. If you get any of the uh, bundles. Because, you know, but Humble Bundle, what it is, you, depending how much you donate, because essentially they take the trade as a donation, um, depending on how much you pay, um, diff- vary, there's different levels that unlock different things. So, like, there's usually, like, Six dollar range. There's a pay as you but pay whatever you want. That gives you like a few things. Then there's like six dollars and up. Then there's like a ten dollars and up. And then some things have like a fifty dollars and up. And this one is like pretty special because it has a seventy five dollar and up kind of thing. It's a, it's a premium bundle, so kind of neat. So we got uh, some headlines for uh, Doctor Who series nine. Um, I really wanted to have uh, Oolong here um, to really discuss this stuff. But uh, as this is reinforced what we had last episode, episode 33 of uh, Time with Tea Time. Uh, Missy and Kate Stewart, uh, the characters from the Hooverse, are coming back. And Kate Stewart, the uh, unit leader, part of the Lethbridge-Stewart family. Uh, so they're both coming back. I, I really like Missy. Uh, and what's her name? Michelle Gonzalez? Is that her name? The one that plays Missy? I, fi- I find her very attractive. Uh, something about her. She has a very... The way she carries herself, uh, that sass. Um, I don't know. It does it for me. So they're going to be back for Series 9 of Doctor Who. And uh, that's going to be a good good thing. Now, there's an article I found on uh, cultbox.co.uk. So everything we know so far about Doctor Who Series 9. And they just updated it a day ago. It's like an ongoing thing they have. Let's see what they have coming up. Uh, anything big? It's a, it's a huge, huge thing. Put it in the chat. Um. So one thing, uh, they 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 uh, here's some quotes they have from the cast and the crew. Stephen Muffin said, "We are going to resolve the matter of his face. He's going to try to figure out where he's seen that face before." So would it be crossover? Would it be a double Peter Capaldi episode? That's gonna be interesting. That's that. That's been one of the things that folks have been really talking about. Like, well, why did he choose the face of someone that he knows already? Mm, good question. Why did he? Um, Peter Capaldi is quoted as saying, "The cosmos is there for the taking. Uh, oh, uh, thrilling, epic, and enticing, and the doctors to play in." But he's almost reckless in his abandon. It's almost like he's running from something. Something that if he, if it ever catches him, would turn his life upside down. It does feel like that. Uh, and uh, I wonder, like, I feel like if they ever address that. Because, like, um, I feel like ever since they restarted the series. So, Christopher Eccleston, uh, David Tennant, Matt Smith era, you know. We've we've had a lot of pensive, contemplative doctors, 
And I'm and I always sit there and I go, well, what are they thinking about? Like, what's weighing down on them? Like, are we gonna have a new enemy that's gonna be a recurring character? This is gonna be a one and done thing. I hope not. They need more. One thing I do complain about, you know, I have to complain. I would like uh, the the universe, the Whoverse, to be more expansive. New new races, new alien races, uh, new arch enemies more depth in that universe i think they need to do that because um, it feels very shallow right now uh and i'm just reading some random quotes that they have here steve muffet was quoted as saying peter capaldi is on amazing form at the moment i was looking at some of his first series stuff and thinking it's magnificent but it's nothing compared to what he's doing now and i really enjoy peter capaldi i'm glad that they're it seems like they're fully invested in him I love the way he talks. He he almost has like this. It might throw some people off. He, he kind of has this. Uh, hey, what's radio show? Thanks for the host. He kind of has like this. Uh, this William Shatner kind of thing going on where he pauses a lot, like I'm doing right now. You know, because uh, I'm trying to type at the same time. But I like the, the way he delivers. He has a very deep voice. I like listening to his voice. Kind of man crush status there for me. The way he talks, his inflection. Uh, there's just something about him that I feel like he's very classic Doctor Who. And that excites me. But he's, I think he still brings some new Who into it too. And I think people don't give him a, time, a chance because they want young and sexy. And it's not fair. You know, uh, I know David Tennant and Matt Smith were cuties. You know, folks. But uh, that's not what Doctor Who is really about. He's not meant to be a womanizer. The, the 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 sexual tension, the love interest stuff is fun, but that shouldn't be the focus. You should enjoy the adventure above all. Uh, Moffat also said that he was looking for the Capaldi moments every episode in season eight, saying, "We need a Capaldi moment. The moment where he's not Matt Smith. He's not David Tennant. Where he's da- a dangerous, unpredictable, volatile character. So now, have you done that?" And have you blasted our new doctor at them? We can go other places with him in season nine. Ah, that excites me actually. I like that a lot. Ooh, see, Moffat also was quoted saying, "The Return of River Song will now be ri- uh, story-driven. If we've got an idea that she fits perfectly, then there's no reason why we can't do it." But I quite liked where we got to the at we got to at the end of the name of the doctor with him saying goodbye to her. So we'll see. So people are apparently really asking for uh, for um, River Song to come back. This, this article is really cool. They have just a lot of uh, quotes and whatnot. <coughs> Ooh, come down with something and I'm not cool. I just got better. Thanks to the host Morgana. Everybody's hosting us. You guys are great. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Coughing all up in your ears. So, and I think the. I think uh, there's a lot to look forward to, and uh, I won't go into all the quotes because uh, that will be here forever. And uh, yeah, <laughs> so what else do we know? Uh, Scarrow was revealed in a in a photo, uh, the home of the Daleks, and uh, Missy and the Daleks are in the shot. So they're saying that it's uh, it's been confirmed that it's going to be a two part story. So that's fun. I feel like they need to do more with the Daleks and not just have them there as, as a fan service. Uh, 
You know, I, I, I'm an all or nothing kind of guy. Do it right or don't do it at all. None of this half-stepping stuff. Now, fun fact, Scarrow used to be filmed at a quarry in Leeds, and now it's filmed in location in the, in the Canary Islands. So, there you go. Burnt Pig 55, the Burnt Pig 55 in the house. What's up, bro? How you doing? Uh, and again, I'm going to share our, the games that we have on our, on our radar, our game radar, our game watch list, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Gears of War Ultimate Edition came out. It seems like everybody's really enjoying that. Destiny Taken King uh, uh, is coming out in about a week or two now. I might be skipping it for now. I, I hate to say. I hate to say. Uh, this is too much coming on. And my money can only switch so far. And I'd really rather have some money to reinvest in stuff for Geeky Antics and other projects. And Yeah, limited funds. I got a family to feed, you know. And it sucks, but... I can't do... I don't have the time for the game, and I can't justify some of these games right now. Um, what else do we have? Oh, yeah, Call of Duty uh, Black Ops 3. The multiplayer beta actually wasn't too shabby. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege, talked about earlier. Fallout 4 and The Division. Those are the big ones we're looking at. Oh, and Battleborn and, and Gigantic. Definitely important. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, I finally watched most of Episode 1. It has potential. I hear it gets way better episode two with the character development, but I feel like um, I feel like, I feel like that's, well, first of all, I feel like the characters are not going to be as endearing or as important. I feel like they feel more expendable to me. <coughs> Good lord! I know I'm getting this coffee fit, <clears throat> and um, I don't know. It feels like it's more about. The situations and the chaos. Um, it, it's it's shot in a different style. It looks like it's going for like B-rate horror, so that's cool. Um, I like how they switch between the, the, the different locations and characters and groups and whatnot. So that's really cool. You know, it's the whole patient zero scenario, so that's really cool too. Um, I don't know. Have you guys seen it? Let me know what you think. Uh, I know uh, our our old pal Stan will be joining us to share his impressions. Uh, if you guys leave voicemail, let us know what your thoughts are. Or tune into ZombieCast. They have a lot of good thoughts to share about it. And, uh, oh, another comment fit coming. Hold on one second. <coughs> Ooh. Try to do it as far away from the mic as possible. Hopefully you guys hear me okay. We're good? We're good? Are we good? So, yeah. Fear the Walking Dead. I think I, I think has some legs to go to uh, run on. I think it's only gonna be what eight, ten episodes this season, and then it's gonna go. Then we're gonna have the The Walking Dead. It, it, the show uh, Fear the Walking Dead has some legs. I like it's a different angle. It's not more the same, so that's cool. Uh, I definitely gotta see episode two and see. Gotta consensus is definitely uh, what, what the buzz is floating floating around is that episode two is really good. The last uh, news headline is cute cats. Just because, you gotta throw it out there. Burt Pig asks, uh, is Missy and the Daleks uh, teaming up? Probably. That's what, one would assume so. I mean, did she team up with the Cybermen? No, it's not. She didn't team up with the Cybermen, did she? I don't remember now. Everything's a blur in my head. It's bad. My short-term memory uh, sucks. Would that be long-term? It's been a while. Yeah. Gotta rewatch Series 8, I think. But... Yeah, I, guess I see her just trying to pull out all the stops, but... There needs to be some newness in there. So start making the universe more, the Hoover's more expansive. But yeah, Gang Night will be great. I'm going to try to get some rest before then, take a little power nap, 
because I'm not feeling too hot right now. And Gang Nights, we do them uh, after our podcast. Uh, then we also do them Saturday nights. I'm trying to start them earlier so more people could join us around 8, maybe 7 p.m. Eastern. But usually we end up starting around 9 or 10 p.m. <laughs> She was leaving the side of me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They were the the things in the in the thing in the in the tanks. I knew I wasn't imagining that. It's like Cybermen and Daleks. I feel like it's like the the curveball you always see coming. It's like, oh, that's supposed to be a curveball. Oh, I like surprise. <laughs> so anyway, let's uh, you know, maybe I think I'm just gonna skip the writers' workshop. I really would like to have this discussion with uh. With Oolong. So we're just going to talk video games and we'll probably start wrapping up. That's what we're going to do. This is, uh, a lot of this stuff will be better as a conversational thing. So let's just start, jump straight into it. We're going to skip the anime talk that we had planned. We're going to skip the writer's workshop. Um, we're going to go straight into... You know, by the time we come back, Series 9 would, would have started. So we're just... I think next episode, all we're going to do is talk... We're going to probably skip our usual segments. We'll talk a little bit of anime. We'll have a little writer's mini workshop. And we'll talk the Doctor Who Series 9 premiere. That's going to be the plan. And maybe some Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, man. So there might be a, like a... We might throw the script down and, and have a whole different format next time. So we can get, uh, get straight into the meat of the discussion. Because we have a lot of catching up to do. And I don't want to have these uh, topics without a, a wingman or woman. Let's talk video games a little bit before we start wrapping up. Um... Let's see what we have in the chat. Yeah, Obi's not going to be there. Uh, Obi's going to be uh, out of town. So, no gang night with him tonight. But we'll, we're gonna, we'll be carrying on. And, folks, uh, gang night's uh, best place to do to catch us. Uh, we have a TeamSpeak server. You can hang out on there. You can lurk on the Geeky Antics Twitch channel. Because I usually monitor the chat. I, I'm usually in there, like, 24-7. I try to be. So, drop us a message on there. Let us know you're around. Um, or tweet us at Geeky Antics, and then um, that come that hits me right in my cell phone, and on my computer, and my tablet, and it just pins me all over the place. So I, let me know, let us know that you're around, and then I'll try to pull everybody together in one place so we get uh everything. Ah, <laughs> uh, I appreciate that, Burnt Pig. I think I'm just gonna wrap it up. I'm gonna call it early today. I'm actually not feeling too hot anyway, so I kind of worked out that uh, Oolong not here. I need to get some rest. I don't get much sleep. Um, and I, I, I'm not even on TeamSpeak right now. <laughs> maybe next maybe uh, next time. But you can leave a voicemail, man. Voicemail's a thing. <coughs> and I got this cough. That's another thing that's annoying me. I keep getting this cough that keeps coming back. So this show is going to probably be a little over one hour. Actually, it will be it will live up to what I I always say. It's going to be a short show. I always say it's going to be a short show, and then it ends up being the usual length. This is actually going to be a short show. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get some rest, uh, do some behind the scenes work, and uh, if you get on, we're going to end up talking about Doctor Who and video games, and then I won't get off. Plus, I want to play. I want to get some rest, and we'll play a little bit of Elder Scrolls before Gang Night. I promise my brother I'll be on. So, speaking of Elder Scrolls Online, this this is the game universe. We're gonna talk video games. We are on Switch, and that's kind of obligatory. And uh, we just love 
gaming on the Geeky Guys Network. It's like one of the things that ties us all together, no matter what we talk about. And Elder Scrolls Online. So, you know, I, I was, I was ra- ranting and raving about Neverwinter, which I still think is a fantastic game. It does free-to-play really well. And it it's, a, it's sad that Neverwinter d- has more content and more f- fun to be had and more depth than a lot of premium off-the-shelf games. That and that's kind of like the more I played Neverwinter, the more I was like, ah, oh, Destiny. I I want to love you, but right now I'm mad at you because I just realized how much time and money I wasted playing you. And I love that community, but you know, the was it didn't help that a lot of my friends started flaking during raids and arena runs, and you know, you put in two or three hours into a raid or an arena run. And then people leave. It's very frustrating. You know, getting those things started, getting a group together is, is hard. And that LFG sites are terrible. You get so many bad people, so many trolls, and so many caustic people. I mean, I love the community, but it's like all the people that on the different uh, streamer channels say, oh, I'll join you on a raid. And, you know, on the worst radio show on, you know, Guardian Outpost, Add to Destiny, Cupcake Envy. They're all great people, but. I'll be darned if I could ever get them to focus and join me on the game. Because everybody already has... The few people that actually know how to do raids and do arena and do PvP and, like, really are into Destiny already have, like, the regulars to play with. It's a really crappy situation to be in. Uh, Yeah, we're going to play Cards Against Humanity via Pretenure Zizzy. Not, the Cards Against Originality was t- way too buggy. So we're going to do Pretenium Zizzy. I think it's the way better site. And maybe we'll play some Heroes of the Storm. Um, but I won't stream the Heroes of the Storm because on this rig, for some reason, it no longer works where I could stream it and play it at the same time. I have to get my main, my real gaming rig back up and running. I stuff it. was like, I swear, if, if I got paid a dollar to time, I said that, I'd be rich. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mission. It's a project. And yes, I think there will be some beer tonight. Definitely need to unwind. Um, but Elder Scrolls Online, on the other hand, it is a premium game, but I really feel like I'm getting my money's worth. Um, right through the gate, you know, I'm only level 15 right now. But even by, like, level 5, I felt really powerful. You know, because Destiny doesn't open up until you hit level 20. And that's another thing. It's like, ugh. Um, and, and what I like, too, is Neverwinter and Elder Scrolls Online, they both allow you to customize your character after the fact uh, in, a, in significant ways. You could even change their face. I have to double check. I, I know in Neverwinter you can. You could change your hairstyle and stuff. I'm not sure on Elder Scrolls Online. That's just a weird thing, because, like, what do, you, do want, what do they want you to delete your character and recreate them? I mean, if you if there's something off about your character, you want to change your hairstyle, you should be able to. That should be a, it's a basic feature. Allow it. It makes you feel more connected to your character. That's the way I look at it. People still find it very weird that I play only female characters, but... I don't know, if I'm role-playing, and it's a world that's so far detached from reality, like a high-fantasy environment... I'm gonna be something that I'm not. Be something different and get lost in a whole different world. I don't need to play a male character to feel invested or connected to them. 
And quite honestly, as a red-blooded male, I'd rather look at a female character if I'm going to be spending a lot of time with her. Call me a pig. I'm just being honest. <laughs> uh, but people really find it weird. Like, I get so much crap about it. It cracks me up. I mean, Destiny, I have female tunes. I never went to female tunes. Elder Scrolls Online, female tunes. That's just how I roll. Uh, I mean, sometimes, there's some exceptions. Oh, Diablo 3, female tune. Yeah. I also feel like the male options usually look derpy. I always find the male, female models, they have better options. Hmm. Anyway. I still have yet to play Rare, Rare Replay more. And, and, and uh, I don't want to play it and not stream it and record it. So stay tuned for that. I'll be part of our ongoing Retro Friday, hashtag Retro Friday um, uh, movement or efforts. Uh, still doing the NES alphabet soup, but I could, I'm going to probably do the Rare Replay stuff alongside this too soon. Uh, I've been having trouble with the gigantic, gigantic beta. I have to figure it out. Because I am part of it. And I'm pretty sure I got the Xbox invitation, but I don't see where it went. I know I, got, I definitely got the PC version, but there's been some jankiness. I might, might be doing something wrong. Um, uh, but yeah. Gigantic, I'm looking forward to that. It's all got so many games on the gaming plate. Like, um, the games they've been putting uh, out on uh, Games with Gold have been great, too. Um, How to Survive Storm Morning Edition, really good, especially if you get friends. And I like the way in How to Survive, you can see where all your friends died. Like, it has their little uh, tombstones there. That's a nice little touch. Um, it it, it, uh, it improves immer immersion. It's like one of those asynchronous gameplay features. I, I think it's really awesome. Smart, smart, innovative uh, programming right there. There's uh, some big games coming out. Um, so it's How to Survive right now. And The Dear God. And, I, and what, that's on Xbox One. What's on 360? Battle Station Specific. I haven't tried that out yet. Oh, Evolve! Free to Play Weekend is going on right now. Spread the word on that, guys. Uh, post it on... Gigantic's Facebook page, share it to your stream, tweet it out. Uh, I, I like to play uh, Evolve with you. If you guys have Xbox One, we can play some Evolve this weekend. It's a free-to-play weekend. They're really trying to get people to play that game. It's a shame that they messed up. They got greedy with the, all the DLC. Uh, coming up on Games with Gold. Can you tell I'm an Xbox guy? Xbox and PC all the way. Um, that's my preference. But I have nothing against you PlayStation guys. Just don't try to convert me. <laughs> Uh, in the middle of the month, on uh, September 16th, I think, the new rotation starts. Tomb Raider, Definitive Edition for Xbox One. Can't wait for that. Um, I'm a big fan of Tomb Raider series, and I've kind of lost touch with it. I don't mm -hmm. like the Far Cry direction they're going with it as much, but seeing how I suck at platforming now, that action-focused, action-adventure-focused might be a better way to go with it. If people really don't like platforming as much these days. Um... And what's coming on 360? Oh, what's the game that's coming on 360? It's a big one, too. It is a big one. Crisis 3. It's a big game for... Ga for a huge month for gaming. So... So back to Elder Scrolls Online. One of the things that I like... I, you know, I haven't even touched Magic Duel's Origins because... They, <laughs> that game is such a grind. It's a good game, but... Uh, they did not do the free-to-play model right. 
I'm but I'm still loving Hearthstone. Still loving Hearthstone. But, but anyway, back to Elder Scrolls Online. Great, ca great crafting. Um, the world is massive. It feels. I, people say it does, they prefer Skyrim because this doesn't play like Skyrim at all. I don't see it. The combat feels like Skyrim. It feels like all the other Elder Scrolls, really. Uh, Oblivion Skyrim, in particular. Um, the it's got ton. It's got a great skill development system, where your skill lines level up the more you use skills. You can invest skill points to improve certain traits. You get skill points by leveling up or finding sky shards. Three sky shards give you a skill point. Or reading lo books. And books sometimes give you skill points. It's just... Uh, it's great. The, the PvP is amazing. I usually don't like PvP in uh, MMOs. Uh, or MMO stylized games, if you will. And this PvP is so much fun. Because, like... The PvP world, Cyrondale, has so many things you could explore, so many side quests you could do, um, and just stuff you could do outside of the PvP. It's a huge area. I mean, honestly, it feels like Cyrondale is as big, and I hate to say it, but Cyrondale to me has more content than all the Destiny expansions to date. I hate to say that. But there's more depth there than what Destiny offers with uh, the Deep Below and uh, House of Wolves. At least with their main world stuff. Now the raids and and the uh, arena mode, you know, those get a pass. But like if you just think about the main worlds, like there's only a few small areas if you really think about it. Cyrondil is massive, but the whole world. Of Tamriel, uh, Elder Scrolls, the you know the summer, the summer, what the Somerset Isles as a whole, they call them, huge, huge. It, it's crazy, but just the PvP area alone is massive. It's like it's crazy. If you don't have a mount, that's the one part where it's no longer free to play. Like you get, you get like you might want to have to pony up for the pony. <laughs> uh, I do recommend if you get into it, if you're gonna. Buy it, upgrade to the Imperial Edition. If you're lucky, you might get a copy that has this pre-order copy that has a code for the Adventures Pack, which gives you a bunch of treasure maps and a companion. And it also gives—I think the Adventures Pack also gives you the, the ability to play any race in any server, which is actually really cool. Okay, I didn't like the fact that you go on, if you want to play elves, you have to be in the Aldmeri Dominion. Um. Also, the the alliance you choose. There's three alliances: Almeri, Ebonheart, and what's the other one? Daggerfall Covenant. If I'm not mistaken. Though that determines your starting areas. Unless you're Imperial. If you have Imperial edition and you play as an Imperial class, you can go wherever you want. But it's worth start doing the starting area stuff first because if you don't, you'll miss out on some early XP. Um, what I recommend is do Canarthi's Roost as soon as possible and finish up everything there. Then go back to Vocal Guard if you happen to be Al Almeri uh, Alliance uh, Dominion. Because what I found was that 
the Canarthi's Roost is all like low level stuff, and I'm going back to it to wrap it up because I had a whole bunch of like loose end quests over there. And I'm like, oh, this is level store four stuff. I'm not getting anything for this. But you know, the ADD kicks in. And I'm like, I want to complete these quests at least, get the stuff I can sell. You know, and that's another thing. Uh, if you like playing an honest character, I hate to say it, but you have to st steal stuff. You have to steal, learn to steal and be stealthy here and there, because the economy relies on it. Stealing stuff and then going to the smugglers, the outlaws' refuge uh, spots to to sell or launder your stolen goods, and you're going to do 50 of each a day, 50 items each day laundered, 50 items each day uh, sold if they're stolen. So there's a lot of cool things here, uh, a lot of variety of mounts and pets. There's no pet battles that I know of, so that's uh, kind of sad. Um, but again, going back to the PvP, there's like siege weapons, and you gotta destroy uh, castle walls, and um, it's just like this whole persistent world where people are trying to steal your Elder Scrolls, or they're trying to siege your castles, or they're trying to take out one of your outposts. They may take a strategic uh, building like a lumber mill or. Um, a temple, um, and the, these strategic locations might be guarding a dungeon or a farming area. It's crazy, and of course, like any good PvP in an MMO, it does balance out all the stats so that everybody's on an equal playing field. So a level ten could keep up with a, a level forty-seven or or higher, but. But it, it, you you probably want to be you have to be minimum level ten to do campaign, which is the PvP zone. Um, but I would recommend try to be higher level because your your skills really open up, your gear really opens up, and those perks and those skills do go a long way. And uh, better spells open up late game. But even the early stuff, like I was take I was take participating in these massive battles and. We had to have at least, it felt like 20 versus 20 in some of these battles. And um, that's pretty big for console. That's, that's huge for console. Actually, it felt like it was a lot bigger than that sometimes. And I was helping out. I was doing some damage. I was doing some crowd control. Because, of course, my first character has to be a mage. I think my next character, my next characters will be either, will be a, probably a tank. And then another mage. But I'm going to make a battle mage. One that specializes in close combat, like buffs. Right now, my my mage right now is like crowd control and nukes, more traditional made. But I would like a mage that they could just rock heavy ammo and then just do buffs and just attack with a sword. So she's not limited on what kind of weapon she could use either. Get a good weapon? Hey, I'm gonna use that. Uh, that's probably gonna be my next way to go. A tank, uh, a semi tanky, because uh, like there's a a ability I want to get on my mage. I'm a I'm a high elf uh, sorcerer. And in the storm calling uh, skill line, there's a, a skill called uh, lightning form, I think, and it gives you like a lightning shield, like resistances and whatnot, for a while, and then your attacks do spell dam uh, shock damage. Like your, I think your light attacks do extra 1,000 damage or something crazy, and your heavy attacks do like massive damage, something insane like that. 
But I'm like, well, it doesn't really fit into the playstyle here because I'm not really built to be like a support slash battle mage. But if I can make a character that could tank and do like the support like that, just focus strictly on buffs and uh, crowd control and not the nuking, and then I have people that could do the damage, it could be pretty cool. I'm thinking about that. And maybe I could also. I don't know how uh, the Diadric some. Um, the Diadric uh, skill line has a lot of summons. I don't know if I, how, how I feel about the summons so far. I morphed my, uh, my... What do they call it? I forgot what the first one you get is. It's like a little monkey, demon, imp type thing. But I morphed it to a clan fear. It's like a dinosaur. It's pretty cool. But I feel like now that I'm like doing fighting level f- 13 to 18 type st- stuff in my quests... As a level, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I finally hit 15. I'm about to hit 15. The level 15, let's say 15-ish. My my summons seem to die very quickly. So I wonder if summons would be more effective if you do get the buffs, and then I could buff my summon. Would that work? Like put a armor on my on my uh, my summon. Oh man, I'm about to try that out. But then if I waste, I'm about to research it. I don't want to waste points. My next character is I'm going to be like really frugal with how, where, how I destroy my points. But yeah, Elder Scrolls Online, can you, can you tell that I'm into it? it? It's been quite fun. But you know what? We're going to start wrapping up because if not, I'm going to ramble on. Uh, this is our community interconnect. And I just want to, you know, just do some plugs. We don't have any comments to share today. And there's no chat feedback besides what we read. Just want to thank our sponsors because uh, without you guys, you know, we can't keep doing what we do. You know, um, this the people that sponsor Geeky Antics, people that sponsor me directly, that hire me directly, that donate to the network. This allows me to help other people get, you know, promote their content. And I can coach people for free, you know. Because not everybody can afford to pay for my services. I try not to make deals because when you undercharge, people undervalue you. And it's just not worth your time. And you you never provide the same level of service if you get paid l- less than you should be. I feel like, because you know, deep down inside you, you know, no matter how proud you are about providing high level quality service, you know, like I'm really not getting paid enough for this, and that's how much time you're gonna put into it. So everybody should get paid what they deserve, and they should get paid for what they love doing. That's what I believe in. But our biggest sponsor is uh, Shiny Prince of the Jinx. We, we, we appreciate you. Make sure you follow the following links. I'll put them in the chat. Uh, Burnt Pig, this is your mission. Get these out. Geekyants.net. All of these are geekyants.net forward slash whatever. So forward slash weddings, forward slash shiny prince, forward slash jinx. So if you go to any of those pages, share those. Those are our biggest sponsors. We'd love to get the word out for them. Because... Uh, and Jinx especially, people buy stuff all the time. If you if you like buying geeky and gaming-inspired clothes, Jinx is one of my favorite places. Uh, I go back, you know, with Sean, one of the founders. I go back a while back with him. I remember when they were first starting out, and Jinx was a, a young brand. I met him as a blogger, and, uh, you know, it was back when the blogosphere was a, a small little world. And um, he's a good guy, so I li- I li- I'm happy that they're still uh, doing their thing over at Jinx. So check them out. Buy some clothes. I think I'm going to order some stuff there eventually. Um, again, don't have the money, but it's, I want to buy some stuff there. Uh, 
They have some cool stuff, including the Heroes of the Storm stuff. Ah! Um, yeah, go over there. Let them know that Geeky Ants sent you. Um, and of course, Shiny Prince, you know, you gotta, gotta go there. You can get stuff printed on metal. And the weddings link, the Geeky Ants that for his weddings, it's a Shiny Prince uh, thing where you can get uh, photos put on into special frames and then you can get them printed on metal prints over Shiny Prince. And uh, it's just a cool thing because uh, they have a lot of cool designs and it's easy for you to do. Oh, uh, I would say for you, Burnt Pig, share the, the Jinx link. Because everybody likes t-shirts and hoodies and stuff like that and swag. Geeky and gamer, gamer swag. So share that with your friends and say, hey, if you like, uh, you know, uh, gamer t-shirts or t- geeky t-shirts, check out this site and help support one of my favorite networks. You know, I appreciate it. Matter of fact, one of the most effective ways to do it, if you have friends that are into specific kind of games or movies or whatever, you go onto the site, right? So you use GeekyAdsNet4.jinx. And then when you go there, find the thing. Like, let's say someone's into Doctor Who and they have a Doctor Who t-shirt. You're like, share that on Facebook and then tag some friends in it. And that's how you really promote it. So cause then you're recommending a product and then you're using our link. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's the ideal way to do it. And uh, we get credit for those sales, and it'd be awesome. We'd really appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, if you know anybody getting married soon, which everybody knows someone, the the weddings link, you can send that for slash weddings is a really good one. Want to shout out again uh, the 365 Flicks podcast, uh, our newest member of the gang. We're also looking at a few other shows that might be joining us. Uh, the Uncanny Expos, make sure you check them out. And Sweet, Sweet Scoped. Uh, so, we'll stay tuned. Uh, and Janelle might be coming out with a new podcast. So, uh, we're trying to help her out because she's struggling trying to do podcasting by herself. You guys know her, Janelle No Five, Janelle Number Five. We love her so much. She's like, like a little sister in the network, but uh, she's doing what a lot of fo- people do foolishly is trying to do everything by herself, and it's not a smart move. You have teamwork. You have you have you have friends that will help you. Let's do the team thing. You have help. Take advantage of it. The gang is here for you. The whole community is here for you uh, over at GeekyAnts.net. But um, who else? Oh, I want to plug ZombieCast and the B-Team Podcast, who are now on new time slots over at AllGames.com. And, for, you know, for the full... We, we plug a lot of folks over on Horseplay Live. That's our main show for plugging and doing the community thing, being interactive. So make sure you tune into that. Again, not safe for work, so I'm warning you now. Uh, if you have very sensitive ears... Uh, yeah, you may not want to listen to that show, but I, 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 we have a lot of fun, so we do have a lot of fun, and we have some great conversations over there. It's a lot of quality, I'd say. Uh, what else? What else do we have? I think that covers everything. So this is the part where I do the real plugs. Once again, it's to reinforce, you could uh, check out our sponsors, Geek Hands on the Net. For slash sponsors, you can donate. There's ways to donate and support our network over at geekyantis.net. For us to donate, uh, we are on Facebook, uh, Tumblr, Google Plus. Just look, look, just Google Geeky Antics, you'll find all our stuff. And don't forget, Time and Wemmy Tea Time can be enjoyed wherever fantastic, beautiful podcasts can be found, including but not limited to Stitcher, iTunes. Zoom slash Windows Phone Marketplace, Player FM, I should add that in there. Tune in Radio and Spreaker. 
And uh, thanks to all the, our fellow podcasters and streamers that support us on an ongoing uh, basis. We appreciate you, including our, fa- our friends and family over at allgames.com, where you can join us live by just clicking the live chat button. You can chat there. Um, they changed the name. It's live slash chat, but you get the idea. Just go to the allgames.com, and there's a little place where you go to chat. And boom, then you can join the chat over there, which is IRC-based. I watch both chats. I, t- I generally watch the Twitch a little more because people in all games talk about random stuff half the time. But uh, we got that. That's available to you. And I lurk in the all games and the Twitch chat quite consistently. And remember, we're every other Saturday, unless otherwise advertised, on allgames.com. Where we stream live at noon Eastern, 5 p.m. in London, and 7 p.m. in Bucharest. Join us at geekyanswers.net. Helps you know, spread the love. Leave some comments. A simple opportunity. Leave comments. You don't even have to log in to leave comments, but if you do log in, it's cool because then you get points for stuff. Uh, we have achievements. That's another thing. We gamify the site. Um, you know, and show some love to our streamers, our writers, our creative engineers, our podcast hosts, uh, and the rest of the gang, the rest of our community. Um, and share the content. We have tons of ways to share. Very easy. Uh, I'm making it. It practically falls in your lap. Um, and again, our channel is Twitch.tv forward slash Geeky Antics, and we're working towards eventually getting kind of like a, a 24-7 presence, almost. And we're getting very close to like having every day of the week covered. That's the first step. So, you know, if you want to join the team, join the gang in an official capacity as like a, you know, a contributor, as a team member, you'll still be independent. You'll be an independent contributor. But you can be part of our team and, and be a podcast host or a part of our stream team. Stream to the Geeky Ants channel and you can stream to your channel. We'll host you. You know, lots of ways we can work together. You know, hit us up. Uh, mail at geekyants.net is probably the best place for that. Or TTT at geekyants.net is fine too. Because that, that'll get to me too. Um, and I think that covers everything. Really appreciate you guys. Sorry this is the shortest show on. I'm sorry if I've rambled on and hasn't been much meat. I know we usually go deep, but I just wanted to check in before Doctor Who Series 9. We got the hype coming. We got some good insights uh, going into it. Looking forward to it. Oh, man, we got The Walking Dead and Doctor Who at the same time. I don't know how we're going to keep up. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be tough. And we got this backlog. Uh, I want to share this writer's uh, mini workshop with you guys. Uh, Um... Let me share some some t- quick tips. Uh, so next time, if whatever happens, we'll try to just share some quick tips and maybe tie it into also uh, what's how it plays into streaming and podcasting. So that's our theme this month across the network. Um, and we gotta talk Doctor Who. We gotta talk Fear the Walking Dead. We gotta. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about anime. Actually, the one thing I will say about anime, I forgot to mention a big one in our recommendations in our, in our community uh, watch list and that's um, Air, Air Gear I really love that series the more I re-watch it the more I wish there was more it, it makes me sad that all there was to that was I don't know one season maybe two seasons Not the, it, wasn't, it wasn't a very long run at all and then then they had, I think they had like 25 episodes. It's not very much, actually, in the grand scheme of things. It's probably one season. And then they have three OVAs. Uh, OVAs are the, the movies. And 
it's tragic because the manga went on much longer, and not after the fact. The fans are like, man, people that are finally discovering this, uh, the this huge cult following. After the fact, this has been massive apparently. I didn't realize how how popular it's become. It, it might be rivaling Soul Eater you know, on a status, and there's been a desperate outcry for more Soul Eater because Soul Eater or not was cool, but not quite the same. Yeah, I know I was gonna, I was going to end the show, but I wanted to kind of mention that. Because air, air gear is oh, I really I really enjoy the characters there. Is it's like, but it leaves so many, so many gaps and uh, really, from what I understand, the manga is the best way to appreciate the story. But I would like to see that in anime form. Yeah, as, as much as I enjoy manga, anime is just like a lot easier to digest and keep up with. Um, so I, I'm gonna have to like really get back into the manga and. There's like so many gaps. So they leave things so. There's no closure. It's it's very sad. It makes me a very sad panda. But anyway, folks, we're gonna go for real now. For real, for reals. Um, if we get join us on uh, net we have forums. We got private messaging. We got public messaging. We got achievements. Lots of fun stuff. And we'll see you for gang nights and our other shows. Well, you can check out our other shows at geekyants.net for that schedule. And that covers everything. Peace out. Love you guys. Bye-bye. We thank you. We thank you for every crumb, biscuit, and cake you bring to the table. Because Doctor Who belongs to all of us. What you bring to the timey-wimey tea time in your live chat participation, comments, likes, shares, tweets, and voicemail, all of it means the world to us. Love. True love never fails. Do you like it? If you like what we're doing, well, tell us for God's sake. Shout it from the rooftops at geekyantics.net or call it in 206-415-4987. That's 206-415-4987. That's it. Bless you. So long. And thanks for all the fish. But on, it won't be that long, just a wee while, because the timey-wimey tea time will be back. We'll return next Saturday with fresh insights, questions and epiphanies about Doctor Who. And heck yes, everything geek. Maybe same bat time, absolutely the same bat channel, every Saturday. Timey-wimey tea time. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.